Okay, Bruchem Abba, welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem to the Koilel Agra de Pirka here, a national share now. Welcome everyone, great to see everybody. Some uh, important announcements. This evening we begin Meseches Kesubais in the Daf Shavua. The shear is 9.15 Monday and Tuesday evenings. It is a live shear in our show, 530 Peninsula Boulevard. It's on Zoom. You could catch it at RabbiDG.com. We have a very beautiful Chabura. We reviewed on Shabbos. There's an Eon shear Sunday morning at um, 11.15 a.m. Um, we're Bezus Hashem completing the Sefer on Shemois. If anybody would like to participate in the Sefer before the New Year, please contact us. It will be very appreciated. Okay, this is our last year before uh, Rosh Hashanah. Let me take the opportunity to uh, wish everybody we appreciate your participation. And everyone should have good health. All your tefillah should be niskabel. You should have nachas from your family, from your descendants. You should have shalom, parnasa, vimali Hashem, komashalis libchem, letoiva, agutka ben shiar. May Hashem give us siyata deshmaya to learn together in simcha. Abiyaz gal tzadak. Um, today we're going to speak about a really unusual topic. You know, something really out of the box. Okay? Rosh Hashanah is coming, so get a load of this. We're going to talk about the mitzvah of shoifar. Yes, I know it's a very creative subject, but, you know, sometimes we have to do something a little out of the box. So, let's talk about the great mitzvah of shoifar. We begin with the comments of the smag. Mitzvah membez. The Smag Rav Moshe of Kusi. By the way, Rav Moshe of Kusi is the author of the Toisvis Yeshonim, a Masechta Yuma. And Rav Moshe of Kusi writes, Mitzvahs asay litkaya b'shoifar. There is a positive commandment to blow the shoifar on Rosh Hashanah. Shenemar yoim teruah yeelachem. A day of teruah, it should be for you. Likewise, in the Shiltois of Rabbi Choy Goin, Rabbi Choy Goin the, um, had a son that did not want to learn. And therefore he was a trailblazer. And he was from the first to start to write halachos based on the order of Chumash. And in Shilta Kof Ayin Aleph, the Shilta says, Mechaivin Beis Yisrael Lemiska Bechat Sartzra Bechat Betishrei It's a mitzvah to blow the shoifar. Now you say, of course it's a mitzvah to blow the shoifar. Well, wait a second. Comes the rush, and the rush takes us even further. The rush quotes Rabbeinu Tam, who we've mentioned is the greatest of all the Rishonim. The Rabbeinu Tam wrote that the bracha, the correct bracha to make on the shoifar, if the smag is saying there's a mitzvah to blow the shoifar, if the shiltus is saying there's a mitzvah to blow the shoifar, comes the rush quoting Rabbeinu Tam, and he says the correct bracha then to make on the shoifar is Ashar Kiddushanu B'mitzvaysav B'tzivanu Why? Because uh, making it is the completion of the mitzvah. Interesting. So we have Rishonim that say the mitzvah is to blow the shoifar. Ar Kach that the rush quotes Rabbeinu Tam that the correct verbiage to use when reciting the bracha is Al-Tekiah However, 
the Rambam could not be more emphatic in terms of articulating that the mitzvah is not to blow the shofar. I heard from Rav Yonason Sachs, the Rosh Shiva of, uh, I believe, Beis Medrash Talmud, of uh, Landers, and the Rav of the Agudah Paseik, and he writes us in his Sefer Yom Hazikaroin, that the myth that the Rambam writes in no less than seven places that the mitzvah is to hear the sound of the shofar, not to blow the shofar. So the Rambam in his Kaiseres on Hilchai Shofar writes, L'shmoya koil shofar be'echad b'tishrei. To hear the sound of the shofar on the first day of Tishrei. Okay. Furthermore, the Rambam writes in Hilchai Shofar, Parak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, Mitzvah Saseh Shal Torah, L'shmoya shofar. The Rambam writes that this has halachic ramifications. Namely, what is a halach if somebody steals a sukkah? Sukkah, sukkah hagezula, pasal, it's a mitzvah haba What if one stole tefillin? Layatsa. One stole tzitzis? Layatsa. It's a mitzvah haba However, what if somebody stole the hammer with which he built the sukkah? Okay, then he'll be yoytze. Why? Because the hammer is not the chavza shel mitzvah. It's not the item with which one fulfills a mitzvah. The hammer is merely the tool which constructed the chavza shel mitzvah. Likewise, likewise, says the Rambam, if someone stole a shofar and blew it, you're yoytzei. Because the mitzvah is not to blow the shofar. The mitzvah is to hear the sound of the shofar. And the koil, the sound, is the chavza shel mitzvah. And you can't steal a sound. So here again, in the third place, the Rambam articulates, the mitzvah is not to blow, the mitzvah is to hear. Likewise, in the Parak Beis, the Rambam says, everyone is chayiv to hear the sound of the shofar. The Rambam in the Sefer Mitzvah Kovayin, the 170th mitzvah, we are commanded to hear the sound of the shofar. The Rambam has a minyan ha-mitzvah katsar. He says, Lishmaya in his list of mitzvahs that everyone has to do, Lishmaya. And then finally, an eighth time, and this is my humble addition, the Rambam in his chubais, Pe'er Hadar, Simen Nun Aleph, the Rambam writes, What's the chiluk between Lishmaya kol shoifar and Tekiah shoifar? The Rambam says there's a very big difference. He says the mitzvah is listening. If the mitzvah was to blow, then every individual would have to blow. You can't go to shul and say, Oh, Baltekeh, could you blow for me? Would you mind putting on tefillin for me? Would you mind sitting in the sukkah for me? You know, I'd really like to go um, to Europe for sukkah. So do me a favor. I don't want to go to one of these Jewish programs. They're much more expensive. I'll go on my own. And I'll point to Shliach to sit in the sukkah. I'll point to Shliach to take the Dalin Minin. No, mitzvah shebegufai. A mitzvah that's incumbent on your body, you got to do it yourself. You can't appoint the Shliach. You got to sit in the sukkah yourself. You got to take the Dalin Minin yourself. You have to wear tefillin yourself. And you have to. So then why don't you have to blow shoifer yourself? If the mitzvah was to blow, you would have to blow yourself. You know why you don't have to blow yourself? Because there's no mitzvah to blow. The mitzvah is to listen. 
Now, what would the halacha have been if somebody went into a pit or put in earplugs? Let's say someone put in earplugs and he blew the shofar and he couldn't hear it. Well, if the mitzvah was to blow, you would be yotzei. But now that the mitzvah is to listen and not to blow, one is not yotzei. Um, but since the mitzvah is to listen, if somebody did not listen, they would not be able to be yotzei. And just like a sukkah, the mitzvah is to sit, and by lulav, the mitzvah is not to tie it, but to shake it by Tikiah Shoifer, the mitzvah is to listen and not to blow the Shoifer. And comes the Avnei Nezer, and the Avnei Nezer explains that based on this idea of the Rambam, that the mitzvah is to listen to the sound of the Shoifer, we could answer a very important question. That is, Minhag Yisrael, do we have any Balei Toikeah here? Michael, you play the trumpet. Yeah, yeah? you're about to care. What? Yes. Yeah, you must be a good one. <laughs> you play the you play the trumpet, right? No, what do you play? Trumpet. trumpet. Yeah, well, you got to have the the windpipes for that, right? So, the the minhog is that for tkiah shofar we cover the shofar at the time of the bracha, which seems to be um, a halachically problematic custom, because we know that. All brachos have to be made over la'asiyasan, immediately prior to performance of the mitzvah. So we don't make the bracha on the tefillin while the tefillin are in the bag, because then it would be too early and it would not be immediately prior to the performance of the mitzvah. But instead, we put on the tefillin, we put it on the arm, and, and right before we're about to tie it, then we make the bracha. In fact, the Ran says, we know, that when somebody marries a woman, they make a bracha. Baruch atah Hashem lekirim el choylam alu arayos v'aselanu asarusayis v'hitelanu ashanusuyis lanu ayidechu pavikidushin Baruch atah Hashem mekadesh amo Yisrael ayidechu pavikidushin. That is a bracha the the that the Masada um, Kedushin makes. He's moitzi the mekadesh. And that is the bracha made when someone is mekadesh ayudei kesef. And the Ran says, why is there no bracha if someone's mekadesh ayudei bia? So the Ran says very simply, because when are you going to do it? Right before the maisa is la yira So you can't make the bracha then. A bracha has to be made immediately prior to the performance of the mitzvah. So ask the Abdenezer, why should shoifar be any different? Why do we cover the shoifer, and then have to take it out of the cover. So we're delaying the proximity of the bracha to the performance of the mitzvah. Ah, says Avnei Nezer, the reason we cover the shoifer is similar to the reason we cover the challah Friday night. Just like we cover the challah Friday night, because we don't want to embarrass the challah, because technically you could be making kiddush on the challah. But you're rejecting the challah, for a cheap brand, a cheap brand of grape juice, or maybe a cheap brand of wine, so too, technically speaking, the shoifar is really just a hammer. The shoifar is not really a chetzah shal mitzvah, and that's indicated by the fact that we make lishmoya ko shoifar. So we're relegating the shoifar to a hammer, to a tool used to create the chetzah. 
And technically, we could have even made the bracha of Al-Tekiah Shefer like Rabbi Tab, But we don't, because the Shefer is not really that important. So we cover him up because we don't want to embarrass the Shefer. The poor little Shefer, he's going to turn white. He's going to turn, he's going to get embarrassed. The last thing you want to do, Ephraim, would you want to embarrass the Shefer? We wouldn't want, we wouldn't want to embarrass the Shefer, right? It's not, uh, I mean, even though the Shefer, you know, he could probably t- he could probably stand up to it, but it's better not to embarrass him, especially on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, by, by the way, the peshara that I was taught is you need to uh, be mechaser the shofar, but to also keep an, a hand on it while saying the bracha. Okay, so that's you know you're 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 dealing with the issue that there's some type of delay, so you want to mitigate that. So even you know even better, so don't cover it. Like so, why are we covering it? So, okay. Now the rush brings. In the name of the Raviya from the Yushalmi, that the bracha is not like Rabbeinu Tam al but the bracha rather is Lishmaya Bakol And the Bahag also says Lishmaya Kol So it seems like there's a Machlekes Rishonim, the Smag, the Shiltis, Rabbeinu Tam, they all say the mitzvah is to blow. The Rambam, the Ravya, the Rosh, they say the mitzvah is to listen. But then the Bahag brings a Raya. And the Raya is that the mitzvah is to listen. Because if you blow in a pit, you're, yoyt, um, you're not Yoytzeh. Why? Because you can't hear it. Right? It says the Ravya. By hearing, not by blowing. Like we learned in the Mishra Hashem Chavzayin Mebeis, someone who blows in a pit. What do you mean? I blew! I blew! Why am I not Yoytzeh? Because the mitzvah is not to blow, the mitzvah is to listen. Comes the Maharam El Ashakar, Simen Yud. I heard this from Rav Yonison Sachs. That the Mishnah that says is not conclusive that the mitzvah is to listen. You could really say the mitzvah is to blow. Ah, if the mitzvah is to blow, why if somebody blows in a pit, are they not Yodse? The only thing lacking is the listening. There's nothing lacking in the blowing, so doesn't this indicate the mitzvah is to listen? Says Maram Halashakar, no, not at all. Really, the mitzvah is to blow. But it has to be a blowing that's audible, not a blowing that's inaudible. Let's bring the following analogy. Is the mitzvah of Shema to say Shema or to hear the Shema? The mitzvah is to say the Shema. Even though the mitzvah is to say the Shema. But if somebody was koirei belachash and his ears are not able to hear it, you're not yoytze. So even though the mitzvah is to say the Shema, but it has to be a recitation that's audible. Likewise, says Maram al-Shakar, the mitzvah, you could argue, is to blow the shaifa. The only thing it is, it has to be a blowing that's audible, and in a pit, it's inaudible. Okay, so we don't yet have a conclusive proof to the Shita of the Rambam that the mitzvah is to listen. However, comes the Holy Shagis Aryeh, and I had the Zuchus recently, this past summer, to be in France, in the city of Metz, on an era of Shabbos, and we were at the Kever, 
of the Holy Shagis Aryeh. Oh, yeah, no, we were at the Shagis Aryeh's Kever. And the Shagis Aryeh asks the following question. A deaf mute, a fool, and a katan cannot be moitzi the rabim their chiyav. Wait a second. They can't be moitzi the rabim their chiyav. Question. Can a chere shoit of a katan build a sukkah for you? Yeah. Because there's no mitzvah to build a sukkah, the mitzvah is to sit in the sukkah. Can a guy build a sukkah for you? Yeah. Sukkah is ganvach kishera. At least the Medina de Gemara. Halach um, so there might be other factors. So ask the Shagis Aryeh, Bishlama, if the mitzvah of Tkiah Shoifer was to blow the Shoifer. I understand why a Chere Shoifer Katan can't be Moitzi the Chiyov, because since they're not Chayv in the mitzvah, they can't be Moitzi the Rabbim in their Chiyov. But that's if the mitzvah is to blow. But if there's no mitzvah to blow, if the mitzvah is merely to hear, and the blowing of the Shoifer is like the building of the Sukkah, it's merely sort of like taking a hammer and creating the item with which you go ahead and produce the sound. And by listening to the sound of Yotze the Mitzvah, then why would a Chereh Shait of a Katan not be Yotze? Bishlam and the Mitzvah is to blow. They can't be Moitze you in your obligation to blow. But if the Mitzvah is not to blow, the Mitzvah is to listen. So then, why can't the Chereh Shait of a Katan blow? And you'll listen! The same way they could build a sukkah for you, they should be able to blow the shofar for you. Ah, oh, comes the Shagis Aryeh, and the Shagis Aryeh says, no, 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 no. From here, we see that the mitzvah of shofar is not only to listen, like we see from Hatakel Chabar, but there's also a mitzvah to blow. It's a mitzvah that has two parts. The mitzvah of Tkiah Shofar is to blow the shofar, and to hear the sound of the shayfa. It's not only dependent on the shmiya, but it's dependent on the tekiah also. That's why if someone is mesasik, lo yasa. You know, what would the halacha be if somebody um, went to a speech therapist and the speech therapist said, oh, you need to exercise your mouth muscles. So the guy was you know, exercising his mouth, and he was using the shofar to do it, and he blew 101 sounds, and someone heard, why not? The mitzvah is to listen. You should be yaitzi. No mitzvah to blow, the mitzvah is just to hear. So I heard. So the Shagis Aryeh comes to the conclusion that the mitzvah of Tkiah Shoifar is to blow and to listen. Now how many other mitzvahs are there that have two parts? None. There's no other mitzvah that has two parts. Yet the Shagis Aryeh says this unusual chiddush. that when it comes to shoifar, there's a mitzvah to blow and a mitzvah to listen. You need to fulfill both. Now, this is very difficult. Because if there was a mitzvah to blow the shoifar, then only one person in the shul would be Yodzeh the mitzvah, the guy who blows. But everyone else, how are they Yodzeh the mitzvah? You can't be see someone in an act I could, I can't be your shliach to be mekayim, a mitzvah shabagufai. 
So the, the Shagas Aryeh is very difficult. We don't have any other parallels of mitzvahs like this. How could somebody be mighty another? So the Lavush says something very unusual. The Lavush says, well, if you're a chirish right of a katan, um, it's really dependent on listening. But you're not going to be say from anybody who you hear from, only from someone who's chayiv in the mitzvah. Why? Says Lavush. Because if God doesn't want this individual, how could he be might see someone else? But that's very difficult. What do you mean, how could he might see someone else? He's not being might see anybody. He's not might see anyone else. <laughs> I might see myself. The mitzvah is to listen. Producing, I just have to, I have to hear the sound. So the Cherishat Vakat is not being moitzi anybody. What does the Lavush mean that since Hashem does not want it, how could he be moitzi acherem? Hashem doesn't need to want anything. He's not doing anything. I'm doing everything. The listener is doing everything. So the Chazoynish and Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank, they both say that regarding Tekiah Shoifar, The mitzvah is to listen. Yeah, but to listen to what? Let's say, can I go into shul um, and somebody will pull in his BMW into the shul and start honking. You know, could somebody put on a, an alarm? Oh well, yeah, why not? I'm listening. The mitzvah is to listen. Yeah, but you have to listen to the sound of the shoifah. What if someone puts it, uh, pulls in with a harmonica and starts going, you know? I listened. You're not Yoitzei. Cause not, you're right, the mitzvah is to listen, but you have to listen to the sound of the, sh- of a shoifer. And it has to be a shoifer shal mitzvah. And then only someone who's mechuyev badavar, only one who's a bardas, has the ability to create the noise that qualifies as shoifer shal mitzvah. If someone is not mechuyi but they can't create the noise that qualifies as as tekiah shal mitzvah. But Marv Rabbi said, "Here's the real chokehold. This is raised by the base. Um, it should say, oh yeah, Shalshu's base shloima drummer, And he raises the following question, similar to the Shagas Aryeh, but this is the real chokehold. Okay, so the mitzvah is to listen. And that that I see from the fact that if you blow in a pit, layata. But on the other hand, why can't a cher shadvakatan blow? Well, they can't blow because um, maybe... And the Shagasari wants to say, well, blowing is also part of the mitzvah. But Chazoynish said, no, no, blowing is not part of the mitzvah. The reason a cher shadvakan can't blow is they can't produce the tone of a mitzvah. Fine. So what are you going to say about the following case? You ready for this? So the Rambam says, somebody, like we said earlier, who's Masasek, He's just like, you know, practicing his, uh, um, somebody plays a trumpet. He doesn't have a trumpet to play, 
So he's practicing on the shayfa. And he happens to produce 101 sounds. So, is he Yoytzeh? No. What do you mean? He heard a shoifar. No. So then you'll say, that's not a shoifar shal mitzvah. Because the person wasn't mechavein for the mitzvah. Okay. What about as follows? A guy had a, a daven early on Rosh Hashanah. So he came to Shul early. And he needed to blow the shoifar. So he blew the shoifar. And by the time he got up to the shoifar, the whole Shul was there already. And they heard him. But he wasn't mechaven to be moitzi them. He was only mechaven to be moitzi himself. What's the halacha? Layatsu. Because in order to be yoitzi the mitzvah of tkiah, the one blowing has to be mechaven to be moitzi the listener, and the listener has to be mechaven to be yoitzi. Why? Why do you have to be mechaven? What are we missing? If the mitzvah is merely to blow, listen carefully, if the mitzvah is to blow, and the sound of the shoifar, and the sound of the shoifar is merely the item with which we're yoytzeh the mitzvah. So I understand the one producing that sound has to be a bar chiyuvah. I understand the one producing that sound has to be mechavein, that he's producing the sound of a mitzvah. But why does he have to be mechavein to be yoytzeh the listener? I understand according to those who say the mitzvah is to blow. But the Ramam says the mitzvah is to listen. I understand if you want to say according to the Shagas Arya, there's a mitzvah to blow and to listen. But the Chazoinish and Ratzi Pesach Frank, they learned the Rambam simply. The mitzvah is merely to listen. And the only reason the Cherishites become the camp blow is because they have to produce a sound of a mitzvah. Fine! But why does the one who blows have to have in mind the one who's listening? The one who's blowing is not might see the listener in anything. Let's say one who builds a sukkah. Does the one who builds a sukkah have to be mechavein when he bangs in the hammer? I'm mechavein to build the sukkah for Pliny. It doesn't have to have anything in mind. And Pliny doesn't have to have in mind to be yoitzi with the sukkah of the guy who built it. Because building the sukkah is merely the preparatory stages needed to, to create the item of the mitzvah. But it's not part of the fulfillment of the mitzvah. So why is there a halacha that the Ramam says in Hilchah Shevrek Be'ez Halacha Dalid that Neskavin Shoimea Lotzei Sidei Chayvaser Neskavin Hatokei Aloitziyai The listener had in mind. The listener didn't have in mind. Layatza. So the Chazoinish says something uh, very difficult. He says, well, if my friend doesn't have me in mind, so regarding me, it's not the sound of a mitzvah. What is that supposed to mean? He doesn't need to do anything. He's just producing a sound that I listened to. The mitzvah is to listen, so I listened. And the person who created it is a bar chiyuva. And he even had in mind to blow it for a mitzvah. But he's not you. the mitzvah is listening. This is the question of the Beish Must be... The Ramam seems not to be correct, he asks. Must be the mitzvah is to blow. Vade bitkia talia milsa. He says, even though chere shaita v'katan, it's somewhat uh, compelling, but for that you could push it off, that you need someone to create a halachic sound of a mitzvah. However, the 
that which you need, kavanas mashmiya, is a raya brura, like the shagas aryeh. Or the way the Avnei Nezer says, just like if listening is the mitzvah, it should be like sukkah's ganvach, that even people who are not b'nei chiyuva are able to make a sukkah. And if someone who listens, who sits in the sukkah is yoytze. So too, even if the turkey is labar chiyuva, someone who hears from him should be yoytze. You ready for this, Rabbi Say? This answer I heard from a number of sources. I heard Rabbi Yonison Sachs say this over from Rabbi Salvechik, and it's printed in the Hare Kedem. It's printed in the Sefer Yoimazi Karner of Rabbi Yonison Sachs. So this is attributed to Rabbi Salvechik. I heard Rabbi Emanuel Bernstein say this over from the Avnei Nezer. However, I recently found that this was, this is from none other than Rabbi Chaim Brisker himself, Rabbi Chaim Salvechik. Okay? This is Rabbi Chaim in Rabbi Chaim's first answer. Moreover, Rabbi Ruderman would say it over from none other than Rabbi Yisrael Salanter himself. So usually when we come to Rosh Hashanah, we hear Divrei Musr from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. We don't have so much lumdus from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, but uh, this is the definitive take on the mitzvah of Shaifa. Let's. I'm going to begin by giving you a mashal. You know, a mitzvah has two parts to it, but the two parts are almost always identical, and um, and it's it would it will sound like semantics. But a mitzvah has the act of the mitzvah and the fulfillment of the mitzvah. The masa mitzvah and the kiyom ha-mitzvah. The act and the fulfillment. So for example, in most mitzvahs it's simultaneous. The act of tzitzis is wearing the tzitzis. The fulfillment is wearing the tzitzis. The act of tefillin is tying the tefillin. The fulfillment is that the tefillin is tied on you. Usually you can't split the two. And it's it's almost it's academic to even discuss. But let's discuss the following mitzvah, the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. You know, uh, sometimes, actually always, people write a, a commission, the writing of a Sefer Torah, and they want to give it to a shul. Well, they can do it in their house. So they, but they don't want to give it to the shul. I don't know. Maybe one day I'm going to move. I'm going to want to give it to a different shul, or maybe I'm not going to like something the rabbi is going to say. So I'm going to want to back, walk, want back my sefer Torah or whatever a person's cheshbon is. So they write a star that whatever I want, I could take it back. But there's a much more important reason that they have to write a star, because actually, if somebody writes a sefer Torah and they give it to the shul, they're not yotzei the mitzvah of ksiva sefer Torah. Did you know that? If you write a Sefer Torah and then you give it to a shul, you've now nullified your, the fulfillment of your mitzvah. Because the mitzvah is to own it. Once you give it to the shul, 
you have now spent $100,000 in vain. Because you don't own it anymore. So the mitzvah seems to... The mitzvah is to own the Sefer Torah. There's no mitzvah to write except, the Sefer Torah. Except according to the Rosh. Except according to the Rosh. What does the Rosh say? That you have to write it? You can be Yotze with Sepharim, that mitzvah. It's in Parashas Vayelech, but the, the Rambam has a mitzvah yuches that you have to actually own a Sefer Torah. And the Rosh holds that um, nowadays as well as Zeh, you can do it with Sepharim. Yes. So Rabbi Maskwitz, Rabbi Maskwitz is um, helping me out with the publication of the next edition, and he's giving me a free commercial, that even though the Rambam says that the mitzvah is to write the Sefer Torah, yes, the Rush says that one fulfills the mitzvah by owning Svarim. In fact, Rabbi Maskewitz, the Chafetz Chaim, in his mitzvah Sakatzer, quotes the Rush Halach Lamaisa, that by buying Svarim, one is Yoytzei the mitzvah. Now, I don't know if I have any good deeds on my record, but if I have any, it will be the mitzvah of buying Svarim, and that my wife will attest to. No, forget about. No, I don't know about. I don't know about writing it, Rabbi Maskwitz. No, it says that. I know, but um, but the 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 rush holds even going to the store and buying the sefer. You're Yotzei the mitzvah. So I'm saying that is one of the few good deeds that I may have. You can ask my wife how uh, how I excel in the mitzvah of uh, of buying Svarim. Whether you're learning from them, that's a, that's a, you know that I'm working on. But um, also, so if anybody wants to help out writing the sefer to be mekayin the mitzvah of ksiva sefer Torah, shkoyach for that, Rabbi Maskwitz. But uh, now we're talking about, let's say, according to the strict view of the Rambam, in terms of the mitzvah of writing a sefer Torah, the mitzvah is owning it, okay? Because if you give it to the shul, you lost your mitzvah. Ah, so you'll say, well, wait a second. If the mitzvah is to own it, what if a person's father commissioned the writing of a Sefer Torah and then the person inherited it? Are they Mekayim, the mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer Torah? Eh, nope. You don't get the mitzvah. So what, So that seems to indicate the mitzvah is to write it. So the mitzvah is to write it. Why can't I write it and give it to the shul? You hear the, you hear the chokehold over here? We have a very big dilemma by Ksiva Sefer Torah. If the mitzvah is to write it, why can't I write it and give it to the shul? Oh no, the mitzvah is to own it. The mitzvah is to own it. Then why can't, why am I not Yoytzeh if I inherited the Sefer Torah of my father? Comes the Avnei Nezer and the Avnei Nezer says that let's iron out exactly what's the mitzvah of Sefer Torah. The mitzvah is to own it. But that's the fulfillment of the mitzvah. That's the kiyom ha-mitzvah. But the act of the mitzvah is to write it. The act of the mitzvah is to write it. The fulfillment is to own it. I could have someone do an act for me. I cannot have someone do a fulfillment for me. So I could hire a cipher. He could, I commission him to write it. And if I own it, I get the mitzvah. If my father commissioned the writing, or if my father wrote it, and I inherited it, then all I did is own it, I don't get the mitzvah, because it's missing an act. There's no act. I own it without an act. If I wrote it and I give it to the shul, I did an act, but I don't have the fulfillment, because I don't own it. 
So actually, now we're learning that there's a new concept, and this is really something that Rav Salavechik uh, opened up. Namely, a mitzvah has two parts to it. There's the act of the mitzvah and the fulfillment of the mitzvah. In most instances, it's simultaneous. So the act of tefillin is tying the tefillin. The fulfillment is it being tied on you. The act of tzitzis is putting it on. The fulfillment is wearing it. It's simultaneous. It's semantic. It's the same thing. By Sefer Torah, the act is writing it. The fulfillment is owning it. So you say, really? So then, when I go to Ksiva Sefer Torah and I fill in a letter, what mitzvah am I doing? You're doing the mitzvah of making the guy who paid $100,000 feel good that you took a picture with him. That's the only good deed you're doing. You get no schar for Ksivas Sefer Torah. You're better off going to the store, buying the Magad Arakia for $25, then you get the mitzvah of Ksivas Sefer Torah. Or any book you want. Fine. That, that was, you know, an unabashed plug for my book. You could buy whatever Sefer you want. But filling in a letter in the Sefer Torah, you don't get any mitzvah. The, oh, the mitzvah of Sefer Torah is owning a Sefer Torah that came through an act. So comes Rav Soloveitchik. And I found that Rav Chaim Brisker says this black and white. In the Chidushe Hagrach Alashas, Hasholem, page Tzadi Zayin. But Rav Soloveitchik and the Rav Shachter talks about this in his Svarim. And Rav Sax speaks about it. And this is already in the Grach, Rabbi Ruchamoshin, in the Yorech Lamoyadim, Yom Naram, Chelek Aleph, page Kufmem, basic Kufmem Gimel. So any yeshiva you come from, any of the great Lamdanim in the full spectrum, say this Chedosh. From, you name it, okay? Be it Rabbi Ruchamoshin, be it Rav Ruderman, be it Rav Salavechik, Rav Shurkin, Rav Shechter, they all say the following chiddush. There is no machlokes between the smag and the Rambam. The Rambam talks about the mitzvah of listening to the shofar. The smag talks about the mitzvah of blowing the shofar. There's an act of the mitzvah and there's a fulfillment of the mitzvah. The act is blowing it, the fulfillment is listening to it. If you blow in a pit and you didn't hear it, you're not able to fulfill the mitzvah. The fulfillment is listening. So you, but if we ask if the fulfillment is listening, why can't the chayre shayt v'katan blow it? The answer is because the blowing is the ma'isa mitzvah. In order to to perform a halachically recognizable act of a mitzvah, you need to be a bar chiyuva. Moreover, in order to transfer the ma'isa from the blower to the listener. The blower has to be mechavein to be yoytze, the listener. Not in be moitze him in the fulfillment, but to be moitze him in the act. I could be moitze you in acts. I can't be moitze you in fulfillments. So Rabbi Ruchamoshin asks in number 33, well then if blowing the shoifer is a critical part of the mitzvah, then why would the Rambam, well it's not, I have to update the sheet, it's not on the sheet. Why would the Rambam, if, um, if blowing the shofar is a critical part of the mitzvah, then why would the Rambam Paskin that if you steal a shofar, it's not a mitzvah hababa avera? L'chayra, the shofar now is critical. That's the act of the mitzvah. 
So Ruch HaMoshim says it has to be the mitzvah hababa avera destroys fulfillments, it doesn't destroy acts. And let me read to you what Rab Chaim Brisker said. B'shem hagrach zatzal b'tekiah shoifar ha-tekiah himaseh ha-mitzvah v'hashemiah hikiyom ha-mitzvah The Grach would ask if the Rambam who's listening is the mitzvah, why does the Tukayavti Mechavti Moitzi the Shomeya? And the answer is, even though the Kiyom is the Shmiya, the Maisa Mitzvah is the Tukia. Comes Rav Ruderman and he says that, that Rabbi Yisrael Salanter would also um, view the mitzvah of Shofar in this light. And Rabbi Yisrael would teach that this actually has halachic ramifications and that Rabbi Yisrael Salanter would declare before the blowing of the shofar that everyone should be mechavein, to be mekayim, the mitzvah of shmias kol shofar. And everyone should have in mind that the act of blowing should be transferred to them as well. So you should have in mind both of these things, which is really the chidush. That we're saying from Rab Chaim and Avnei Nezer and Rab Soloveitchik, namely that even though the fulfillment is listening, the act of blowing is the act of the mitzvah, and that has to be transferred al yidei kavana. Now, Um, Rav uh, Sachs said over that the machloikis between Rabbeinu Tam and the Ravya of whether the bracha is al-tkiyah shayfar or is the bracha al-shmiyah shayfar that is not a machloikis what the mitzvah is everyone agrees the fulfillment is listening the act is the act is blowing. But the question is, when we formulate a bracha, do we formulate the bracha on the act of the mitzvah or on the fulfillment of the mitzvah? Normally, they happen simultaneously. And when they happen simultaneously, we usually formulate the bracha to... uh, on the fulfillment of the mitzvah. However, in this case, since they don't happen simultaneously, typically, here, I'll give you an example. Here, I'll give you a very good example. Um, we know that when it comes to Sfiras HaOimer, the opinion of the Bahag is that it's one long mitzvah, and if you miss one day, you blow the whole thing. So the Sefer HaMachria, one of the Rishonim asks, that no, it has to be separate mitzvahs. Because it was only one mitzvah, and it was Ma'akev, so then why do you make a bracha every single night? You should make only one bracha. If the mitzvah of Sfiras HaOimer is one long mitzvah, so we should only make one bracha. 
So the briskarov says, okay, I understand. It's one long, really I'll tell you like the Bahag, it's one long mitzvah. That is, the fulfillment is one long mitzvah. But there are 49 different acts of the mitzvah. You still have to count every night. When you count every night, then we fulfill it when you've counted all 49 nights. And when Chazal, our Mekayim, when Chazal formulate a bracha, they formulate the bracha on the Maisa mitzvah, not on the fulfillment of the mitzvah. However, that, that's the briskarov. That really I'll tell you that the Bahag is correct. That the mitzvah is to, bl- to count, um, the mitzvah is to count all 49 days. It's one long mitzvah. But the, the bracha is formulated on the act and the act is daily. So this seems to indicate that Chazal formulate a bracha based on the act of the mitzvah. That's why Rabbeinu Tam says the bracha should be al Al-Tikiyah Shoifar. Another example. Let's say I put up a mezuzah on your house. Right, uh, very often somebody will invite a rabbi to put up a mezuzah and the rabbi puts up a mezuzah. What's the rabbi doing putting up a mezuzah? The ra- it's not the rabbi's house. It's not the rabbi's uh, mezuzah. Why is the rabbi making the bracha? The answer is the fulfillment of the mitzvah of mezuzah is by living in a house that has a mezuzah. But the act of the mitzvah is putting up the mezuzah, and someone could do an act for another person. And the mitzvah, is, the brach is likboya mezuzah. You don't. That's not the fulfillment of the mitzvah. The fulfillment is being the resident in a house that has the mezuzah, putting up the mezuzah is the act. But the brach is formulated based on the act. So therefore, Rabbi Tam argues. Even though the mitzvah is not to blow the shofar, the mitzvah is to listen to the shofar, but the bracha is formulated And the Rav Yos says no. That's when the act and the fulfillment happen at two different times. But when the act and the fulfillment are simultaneous, then the formulation of the bracha will be based on the fulfillment and not based on the um, not based on the act. So bottom line is, when it comes to the mitzvah of shoifar, the mitzvah is to listen to the sound of the shoifar. That's the fulfillment of the mitzvah. But the act of the mitzvah is to blow the shoifar. Okay, Marv Rabbi That's what we have uh, for our last year of Tavshin Pei Beis. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us the health the strength, Siyat Shmaya, we should come together for Limit Atoira for another year. Tavshin Pegimo, Besiyat Shmaya, Agut Gazuntiar, Ksivach Simatoiva, all the best to everybody.